a member of the DATC media family. This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Humphreys McGee. Each episode will feature a rotating schedule of insightful show recaps, interviews with members of Team UM, as well as musicians who have been inspired by the band. This is your place for the latest news and happenings in the world of Humphreys McGee, keeping you informed on what's going on or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah J. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you're able to check out last week's episode where we chatted about the band's West Coast stops September 1st through 4th. There is a link in the show notes where you can check that out. This week on the show, we're going to wrap up Summer Tour 2022 with the September 8th show at Red Butte Garden in Salt Lake City, Utah. September 9th at the Elm in Bozeman, Montana. And September 10th at Kettle House Amphitheater in Bonner, Montana. Before we get to all of that, a couple of news and miscellaneous things. A new merch item dropped in the DATC store over the weekend. Now available 12 by 18 photographs taken by one of DATC Media's official photographers. There's nine or ten options on there now. Um, Some photos from the Vale show back in June taken by James Moran. And then some photos. I think there's one from Summer Camp. And then a bunch from the Baldwinsville show back in July. Uh, taken by myself. So head over to datcmediacompany.com onto the uh, store tab and take a look at the photos that are there and grab yourself a sweet print for your wall. Those will be constantly updated as we take more photos at shows. Also a reminder that the Humble 9 Design a Helmet contest ends this weekend. So if you are submitting a design, be sure to get your entries in by the 21st. All details, rules, and prizes can be found at datcmediacompany.com under the contest tab or follow the link in the show notes. And stay tuned for a fresh episode of the pod coming in two weeks. We're going to start our Humble 9 coverage with a very special announcement and interview. I cannot wait to reveal to you guys what the company has been cooking up behind the scenes in terms of coverage for this year's event. Very, 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 very excited. So make sure you tune into the pod in two weeks for that. And lastly, this Wednesday, October 19th, Joel will be doing a live stream free for NUG subscribers starting at 9 p.m. Eastern time and with a hang on lively after. I believe it's like 20 bucks for the hang. Sure to be a fun evening with Joel. Um, I miss his streams that he was doing like during COVID time and stuff that were on YouTube. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Link in show notes for everything you need and hopefully I will see you at the hang. 
And a quick shout out to Tyler Christ and Mitchell Dunn for their generous monthly contribution to DATC Media and for all of their support. You guys rock. Did you know that DATC Media Company is now on Patreon? Yep, offering all sorts of really awesome exclusive merch items, content, and more to our incredible patrons. There's a variety of tiers, options, and ways for you to show your love and support. Your monthly contribution helps make Dropped Among This Crowd podcast, The Umphreys Wow Show, Crooked Conversations, and a ton more Umphreys fan-related content coming soon possible. Check it all out at patreon.com slash DATC Media Company. Well, that's the first thing when you did this podcast and cooking. You were like, well, let's cook. Let's pick something let's go to the from woods. the woods yeah. and make a meal out of it. That was your first yeah. thing. Join us as we talk about food and music. Let's do all new songs. You know, that's just the way I am. I like that instinct. I'm always like that. I'm like, I don't want to play the old shit. I want to play, you know, new, new, new. Politics and conspiracies. The guys don't say completely demolished it because they were unsafe. Which it sounds like bullshit. It's just like 9 11, right? And the wild world of sports. But there was one, like, I'm a Des Bryant fan. He got screwed in the postseason because they said he didn't finish. He made a catch. He turned his body, stepped over, and then and then he dropped and they called it incomplete. And I still felt the Cowboys and Des got screwed. There's a lot of people that completely catch bullshit. Check out our new podcast called Stew on This. Tune us in and see what's cooking. All right, so let's get to this week's show. September 8th, the band would return to Red Butte Garden in Salt Lake City, Utah for the second time. The first time they played this beautiful venue was back in 2019 on August 4th, my birthday. However, they have played in Salt Lake City a total of 12 times over the years. First time back in 2002 on July 17th. This show was, in my opinion, really hot. I think I had like five tunes from this evening find their way onto my highlights list. Joel also made a Nugs playlist containing his highlights from the three nights. He called it Best of the Mountain West 2022. His list would feature 17 songs, and you will find a link for that in the show notes. Also in the show notes, a link for my 2022 highlights playlist, all of the songs um, from the year so far. Now that I've gotten through all of the shows, uh, the only shows left this year are Umbul and New Year. So everything from 2022 that I thought were highlights, you'll find there. And also you'll find a link for my 2022 Hall of Fame contenders list. The first set this evening would start with I Don't Know What I Want followed by Cut the Cable, shaking off its roots and venturing out slightly after two minutes, bringing it back home about six minutes later, readying the spaceship to venture into space, breaking through the atmosphere, and floating into Breathe by Pink Floyd, the dub version. A couple of fun facts for you. First, They haven't covered this since October 5th, 2018 in Madison, Wisconsin. And the last eight times they covered this tune, that would include this one here. It has been the dub version. They haven't played it, quote, normally since 2015 
on August 13th at Iroquois Amphitheater in Louisville, Kentucky. Nothing Too Fancy would follow, completely releasing Fancy proper and strutting off slightly after 10 minutes, building its intensity as it continues, working itself all up, starting its tumble back down to earth after 17 minutes, landing, and on its way out, we start to get a slight clue as to where we're headed next, Miami Virtue. That Nothing Too Fancy adventure would go unfinished for now. We would see it again much later in the evening. Miami Virtue would enjoy a nice top-down drive along the coastline. The pieces of the next tune, Walletsworth, haphazardly coming together on the tail of this. And the first set ending with Syncopated Strangers, finding a seat on my highlights list. Falling Apart, robotically coming back together about four minutes and dancing off. Lessening its ominous vibe three minutes later, confidently and with a slight vibe of sexiness walking back into syncopated slightly before eight and a half. Set two, starting out with Pure Saturation, the longest version of this song that we've seen since its debut back on July 14th. This one coming in at just over 14 and a half minutes. The one from The Stone Pony on July 15th came in second at slightly over nine minutes. Back to this one, wandering off on its own slightly after six minutes, stretching its legs and seeing just how comfortable it can get, really sinking its heels in about three minutes later, methodically and industrially continuing to build, metallically putting the brakes on less than a minute out the door, disjointed and pivoting into the next tune, Prowler. Nice to see how this one did while it enjoyed a nice stretch. Um, I'm so here for when they decide to expand Pure Saturation to 20 plus minutes. Can't wait for the day. Remind Me would follow the aforementioned Prowler, matter-of-factly dancing off before three minutes, changing vibes and beginning to heavily trudge along about four minutes later sinking further and further into darkness before becoming slightly more lighthearted, fluttering a little bit before driving full steam ahead into the sex metal part of the song. Deeper next, that would reveal more of itself and go off on a little sexy dance on its way out the door, followed by a standalone puppet string that also found a spot on my highlights list starting its slide down the rabbit hole slightly after four minutes, taking some time to find its legs, gathering momentum about three minutes later, beginning to really open up and getting some serious elevation, falling apart and tumbling to earth, piecing together and sinking into some pretty damn dark, uncharted territory slightly before 11 and a half, finding a slightly lighter vibe to it as Stasic brings the bass lines of Puppet String back slightly after 15 minutes, finding all of its moving parts and how to bring them all back together, fully coming back in about a minute and a half later. Closing out the second set with Haji for Sinai, 
who came all the way from Japan. Bayless said that it had been three years since they saw her, obviously, because I'm assuming COVID bullshit. Um, So I can only imagine how amazing and special these shows were for her. I've not had the pleasure of meeting her in person yet. Um, We follow each other on the socials, um, but I really look forward to the day when we can meet in person. Encore for the evening, In the Flesh, into Another Brick in the Wall by Pink Floyd. This was last played earlier in the year during 420 Fest when the guys did an all-night wrong set, making it their own as it heads out slightly after four minutes abandoning that all completely, rapidly building more and more, taking it for a nice little drive along the back roads, finding its way into the conclusion of that nothing too fancy from earlier to officially bring the evening in Salt Lake City to a close. And I will never forget one of my favorite things about holidays was the Brain Damaged Eggman set. I'm so happy I finally got to see that. And there were a couple times where I was going to and it just didn't happen. Um, And it finally happened. The stars aligned in Mexico and it was awesome. It's probably one of my favorite um, sets like ever. Um, But it was definitely a huge highlight from Mexico. Um, Yeah, I don't think there's anywhere to listen to that. Um, But that's one of my favorites. And Joel coming out and singing with the glasses on and. It was, yeah, that's one of my highlights for Mexico for sure. Hey, this is Rob Turner. I hope you're enjoying this podcast on the Dropped Among This Crowd Media Network. But my friend Jimmy Knowledge and I also have a podcast on this network that we'd like you to listen to, don't we, Jimmy? It's called the Umphreys Wow Show. What we're doing, at least in this season, it uh, we're perfectly willing to let the podcast evolve over the course of time. But season one, We're going through various old school Humphreys McGee songs and exploring them with comments from the band and from the listeners. Generally, we have a side A that's more of a general overview. And then we have a side B where Jimmy Knowledge shines even more than usual. Right, Jimmy? Tell them about side B. Side B is for the curious, the folks that have their scuba gear on and are diving deeper into the improv world and and uh, a lot of the the gooey goodness that happens in in each of these songs they they all have a unique personality and we explore that the best versions of the song the the uh traces of where the song came from and the songs that came from improvisation out of these songs and then we have a metal round with a guest from the umphrey's world and they each, Jimmy, myself, and the guest, pick their top three versions of said song. And then you, the listener, vote on them. And there is some waxing poetic. Not too much. Well, maybe sometimes too much. But we appreciate if you give us a chance and listen. It's the Umphreys Wow Show on Dropped Among This Crowd Media. Thank you, Sarah. Arriving October 4th, 2022, a new album from Carl Engelman titled The Long Game. Carl plays songs of our time and the long struggle of the common man against the new world order. Album art by Dylan Vaughn and mastered by Paul Clemson of Theory One Productions with backing tracks from John Engelman, Joe Dotery, and Ben Kilmer. The Long Game will be available on all platforms for streaming and downloading. 
I said the truth, but it disappeared. Shadow banned from the earthly soul. Tuesdays down in the rabbit hole. Moving along to September 9th at the Elm in Bozeman, Montana. This is the first time the band has played at this venue, but the third time that they have played in the city, but not since March 10th, 2013. The first time was way back in 2003 on June 25th. Opening set one with Cat Shot. We haven't seen that one open a show since last summer, July 9th, at the Caverns Above Ground Amphitheater in Pelham, Tennessee. Moving along to 40s theme, and I know I've mentioned this before on the show, but if you haven't checked out the 40s theme episode of Stew on This with Carl Engelman and Rob Turner, Jake is their guest, actually their first guest on their show. Um, and Carl makes bean, cheese, and pork fritters and cooks some whole chickens on the smoker outside while drinking 40s and chatting with Jake. It was just a lot of fun, a really great interview. Definitely check it out. Link in the show notes and anywhere you podcast. And Stasek's actually been on their show as well. Um, so check out, I think they've got seven episodes now. Yeah, seven episodes. So check it out. Stew on this. Such a great show. So happy to have it be a part of the DATC network. Back to this version of 40s. Felt like that there were some tail ends of those Floyd covers from the day before intertwined in the jam as it first heads out. Kind of like a slight remnants of a previous dream. The debut of the new tune, It's Not Your Fault, next. Very nicely done. Excited for what's to come with that one. Number five after that, detaching and venturing off about four minutes. Wandering deep into the jungle. Stomping back into number five a little over four minutes later. Out of Order next, followed by Always October, the fourth time we've seen this tune at the time of this episode's recording. Looks would follow. This one would head out on a nice little ballsy adventure very early on, embodying a different vibe as it rounds the corner, cooling its heels, almost floating out into a dream very dramatically building back into looks slightly after 10 minutes. Rounding out this set with attachments, again, a dedication to Sinai. This one would sink into improv slightly before six minutes, really going off and enjoying its time completely unchaperoned, spiraling out, hitting the atmosphere, falling down to earth, and moving right into the first set ending Fussy Dutchman. Set two was a five song set, which to me is like a love language. <laughs> I am always here for a five song set. Shit, a four or a three song set, even a one song set. Um, but you know, I digress. Don't want to be greedy. This would start with a 21 minute escape goat. This would be the first tune from the evening that found a spot on my highlights list. Beginning its fall down the rabbit hole about six and a half, engulfing us into some kind of trance-like EDM world 
where the music completely takes you over and you just can't help but dance to this and just completely lose yourself deep inside the jam. What a absolutely wonderful place to be. <laughs> a moment in time where all is right in the world and there is legit no possible way you could think about any single trouble in your life. I just love those moments in the jam. This is the massive jam of the evening and perhaps the entire weekend. A scapegoat has already matured into a massive monster and it's only going to get better and better and even more fun to watch grow. It's incredible what they've already done with that song um, in such a short amount of time. So I'm so excited to see what's to come for that one. Dramatically and suddenly taking a breather after 16 minutes, keeping its intensity attached, bursting back into escape proper after 20 minutes. That was really fucking hot. And we all needed a cigarette after that one. <laughs> Even if you're not a smoker, you're just like, damn. Okay. <laughs> Taking it easy with a standard version of Suxity next, followed by a massive DBK, clocking it at 25 minutes. It's first time out at seven and a half. Stasic would take our hand and lead the way as we embark. Joel coming in to make things even more funkier, continuing to dance on, beginning to gather momentum about 11 minutes driving back into DBK proper slightly after 13. Heading out one more time after making a quick pit stop at home, undressing and revealing some serious sexiness about 15 and a half, dramatically and matter-of-factly continuing its story in a very big Floyd-esque way, Dropping it all, mechanically tuning in before rounding the corner and driving back into DBK proper. This would also find a spot on my highlights list. And make sure you check out the Umphrey's Wow Show, um, another podcast on the DATC network. Um, Jimmy Rogers, we call him Jimmy Knowledge. Um, um Facts on Twitter and Rob Turner host that show and dbk is one of the tunes that they have put under the microscope side a is out now they're working on side b link in the show notes or anywhere you podcast to check that out the floor and slacker to round out this second set an encore for the evening two songs nopener and I've mentioned this recently, how much love this song has gotten this year with four plays total so far, which we have not seen more than one or two plays a year from that one since the early 2000s. It debuted back in the fall of 2003. An ominous, almost eerie, methodic rhythm before sliding into Much Obliged. And that one would completely close out the evening. Do you create really rad fan art? Is your band wanting to get into the ears of umfreaks? 
Maybe your small business provides an awesome service and you'd like some like-minded clients to work with. Are you looking to hire some music-loving folks for your team? Perhaps you've had an idea for an Umphreys-themed podcast or something else that you just know this community would love, but you weren't sure where to start. Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company wants to help. With space available for your Umphreys-related show idea, social media promotion of your band, ad spots across the network, and so much more, Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow umphreaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Want to know more or have questions? Shoot an email to sarah at datcmediacompany.com. And finally this week, September 10th at Kettle House Amphitheater in Bonner, Montana. This would be the second time the band has played at this gorgeous venue. The first time back in 2019 on August 3rd. These three venues are for sure on my personal bucket list for places to see Umphreys in the future. Um, I'm hoping next year will be the year that I get to experience these places in person. Huey Lewis would come say hey to the guys before the show. Um, perhaps you saw the photo on social media that the band posted. Uh, they joked that it was take your uncle to work day. But I heard that Huey could not stay for the show due to his Meniere's disease, uh, which prevents him, sadly, from being able to attend live music. Um, That had to suck not being able to stay and watch the guys play. This evening would get started with small strides, blasting off slightly before four minutes, enjoying some nice time coasting among the stars, beginning its descent back to earth about four and a half minutes later. This one would find a seat on my highlights list. And I just love how all of these new tunes, especially Small Strides and Scapegoat too, for me, it just feels like they've always been there, if that makes sense. You know, something comes along in your life and it just feels like it's always been around. Small Strides is definitely one of those. Another Asking for a Friend tune next, Fenced In, followed by Speak Up. That would go for a nice little drive after abandoning its roots slightly after four and a half, pulling into the driveway about six-ish minutes later. Miss Tinkles next, another one from the evening that found a seat on my highlights list, steering the ship into uncharted waters slightly after three minutes. Battling some rough waters and perhaps a giant squid or two as it continues to sail on, steadfastly moving forward and toward Miss Tinkle's proper, making landfall slightly before nine and a half. Bad poker, one we've not seen since holidays, December 6, 2021, followed by another debut, Hiccup. That was fun to hear in its initial adventure out. I'm excited to also see how they expand that one eventually. Kabump next, also finding a spot on my highlights list. Drenched in funk, the first part of its time out wandering, thanks to Joel. Gleefully dancing back into Kabump proper, 
slightly after seven, going out for a second time about a minute later, because it just had so much fun the first time, essentially sinking in. This one was a booty shaker for sure. Getting metallic, robotic, and grimy as it slinks along to find the exit and wrapping up the first set with Wife Soup. Starting set two with a standalone bridgeless, shaking it off and confidently sinking in slightly after seven minutes, beginning to gain some air about three minutes later. This one would really spread its wings and embark on a big ol' soaring uplifting jam, nicely bringing it back to level ground slightly before 13 minutes and dancing off just like it had previously to our little flight, loosening its grip and disrobing about a minute later, revealing a more sensual side as it continues, slowly starting to remember some past resentments, getting more aggressive, working itself into a tizzy and back into bridgeless after 18 minutes. Glory next, followed by the silent type, taking no time to sink into the gritty of it. This tune has a way of going on adventures that captivate and take you all in. I don't love this silent type proper, the song itself, um, but I really love where they take that song when they jam it. Plunger next, and I am happy to report that the clams are back. Noted on all things Umphreys, this version would feature an aerials by System of a Down teases. I also thought that there were moments in this jam that had some very police voices inside my head-esque vibes that would creep in here and there. Specifically, as the ending particles of this started to dissipate into space and float into second self. Closing out this second set in Montana with Whoppy Sprayberry, this one really blasting off about four minutes. Dancing along the planets, Joel taking it all the way to the stratosphere and even just a little bit higher pushing its limits to see just how far it can really go, letting out all of the gas we have left, rounding the corner, and flying right back into Whoppy proper. I just love that tune so much, and I feel as time goes on, I love it more and more. It really is becoming one of my most favorite songs. Um, And this version, I just... Very nicely placed, fuck yeah, after that one, for sure. (laughs) Encore, one tune in the kitchen with Rising Bird quote from Bayless. And if you don't know what Rising Bird is, it's a tune off Joel's solo album, Suspended in Time, an epic, released back in 1995. The band has actually played this tune, but only twice, October 19th, 2019 at the Georgia Theater in Athens, Georgia, during a VIP set, and then way back in 2003 on Valentine's Day at Canopy Club in Urbana, Illinois. Going on one more cruise, making a pit stop into Dr. Feelgood by Motley Crue, 
before bringing it back into the conclusion of Kitchen and officially ending the evening in Montana. So that's everything I have for this week of the show. It is so crazy that Summer Tour is over and the only shows that we have left this year are Umble and New Year's Eve. It's been an amazing year and so many highlights. The guys were really on fire this year and it's going to be so cool to do my look back on the whole year. Those episodes will be coming um, later in December. It's going to be a lot of fun to put those together for sure. There's a bunch of links in the show notes for where you can listen to these shows as well as anything else that I may have referenced throughout this episode. Also in the show notes, you'll find links for where you'll find the DATC vault stuffed with a bunch of past episodes to binge on. You want to go back and relive the year. There's episodes recapping every show in 2022 and all the way back from mid-2018. Um, so yeah, a lot of episodes to go back and listen to. You'll also find links for how you can support DATC Media on Patreon, as well as where you can snag your pre-order of the summer edition of Crooked Conversations. That pre-order is going to close really soon, and I only order what is pre-ordered and if you're a subscriber. So if you want to check out Crooked Conversations, I highly suggest you jump on that pre-order Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts in two weeks as we begin our humble coverage. Very, very excited. See you then. Mad love.